We'll take it to Ben when I say it's time. It's time, Robbie. It's time. They knew, and they let it happen. Two kids. Okay? It could have been you. It could have been me. It could have been any of us. We got to nail these scumbags. We got to show people that nobody can get away with this. Not a priest or a cardinal or a freaking pope. Kind of a weird mix. I don't know why, uh, but okay. Are we yeah. like starting? Like, yeah, officially? yeah, oh, we're okay. going. Cool. Oh no. All right. I'm just gonna like ease right into okay, it. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's just. Fair. I'm gonna keep it's drinking. It's just a lot easier. I'll this episode of Top Sh- I almost said Top Shelf AFI. Wrong oh. show. Whoop. This episode of Oscar's Best Pictures is brought to you by Lime Lacroix with a straw from Qdoba. <laughs> it's anyway, a felony. It's a felony. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. So welcome, everyone, to episode number two. (laughs) Episode number two of Top Shelf, Oscar's Best Pictures. So I need to address something very quickly, or we need to address something very quickly. We need to address the the giant pink elephant in the room. It's not a giant pick elephant. It's not (laughs) the big video. So obviously, when doing a podcast, you have some hiccups and bumps along the way. And initially, we had thought, and we said in our Moonlight episode, that we were gonna just do a random order for these movies, and we had said that How Green Was My Valley was going to be our next film. So here's the thing. Um, We changed our minds, which we're allowed to do, especially because that was the first episode. So changing our minds is allowed at second episode. We are gonna go in reverse chronological order. So we're starting with the 20... 16, technically, correct? Well, 2015. No, 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 no. We started with the 2016. We started with 2016s. And now we're going to go backwards. Yeah. So this episode is not How Green Was My Valley, as you can see from the actual post. This episode is instead... Spotlight. Spotlight. <laughs> Thanks, Cheech. Thanks, Cheech. Okay. So this is our podcast mascot. Anyway. So, Yes. Just elephant in the room. We're going in reverse chronological order for a whole plethora of reasons to keep you guys in the loop of what's going on so you can kind of just prepare for what's happening. It. I feel like it's going to be better for discussion. Just linear is our friend. Linear is our friend. So instead of going from 1929, correct? Yeah. This is 1929. 1929. We're, we're starting with... 2016 mm-hmm. and moving backwards. So, just to clarify, yep. it not, gives us not green. The episode is not as green. How, how green, green is my, my valley. But, but instead, Spotlight, our cat is here with us. Okay, sorry, picking up where I left off. Can I usher our um, bossy cat out of the room? Cat is fed. Cat has been given treats and the door has been closed. All right. So, yes, welcome to episode two. The winner of the 2015 Best Picture, Spotlight. Colin, why don't you let us or fill us in on what the movie is about? Okay, this film is about the Boston Globe investigating team Spotlight, which uncovers the scandal of abuse of children by clergy, by the clergy in the Catholic Church, then set in two thousand one. Yes, so it stars. Spars a bunch of people. I want to say Mark Ruffalo was like 
It, it's an ensemble cast. It's very much an ensemble cast. But I would say Mark Ruffalo is kind of the driving force behind the whole thing. I feel like they focused on him a lot. There's, yeah. So. I, I would say. So Mark Ruffalo. Michael Keaton. Rachel McAdams. Leif Shriver. Yep. Billy Crudup. John Slatterly. Um, is that everyone? More, I think that's more it. or less. And the one guy from CSI. Yeah, that one guy. CSI. That one guy from the original CSI. Who I think the actor's name is Paul Gilfoyle, but I can't remember what the guy the actor's name is. Could I think be that's right. his name. And his he I can't remember who he played on CSI because I've watched yeah. CSI in a million years. I wonder if that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That might be a good summer binge. I love CSI. Alright. So, so your thoughts on this movie? I thought it was a really good film. Especially, like, a really good exploration of investigative journalism. Were you looking forward to this movie from the get-go? Not necessarily. Just because of the subject matter. Mm. Um, (laughs) There's kind of, like, three big areas that people don't necessarily like to talk about. And this is one of those areas. I'm a teacher, so I really don't like when it's talking about, like, people mistreating kids. Yeah. Sorry, you just heard me drinking my LaCroix on mic. That's fine. I don't care. (laughs) This is a natural podcast. It's just a conversation podcast. So I personally, you you guys are going to learn this about me, especially wait till we get to the King speech episode (laughs) of this podcast. So I have weird loyalty towards films I really like. Not weird loyalty, but like, obsessive rabid loyalty and I feel like if the film that I think is best is not recognized enough that everyone is stupid and that this should not have happened. It's kind of how I felt about Spotlight because I feel like of that year we only saw a handful of movies and this film kind of like flew under the It did because I remember when it won and I'm like what the heck is this movie? I've never even heard of this movie. Well like kind of heard about this movie. The movie that I thought should have been recognized was The Revenant. It's true. I mean, Leo did win his Oscar for The Revenant, so I mean, I that's mean, good enough. Yes. So, I was going into this movie, I, I always go into a film with an open mind, as much as my rabid loyalty wants me to be like, this movie's stupid, I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, we paused it at one point and I said to Colin, I feel like this is just all the president's men, but an updated version. Set because in that's all, set yeah. in 2001. Because it's the same kind of thing. It's a scandal that's trying to be covered up, and blah, 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 blah. And it's journalists in dingy offices with like takeout coffee and plucky can do attitude. Yeah. I was not gonna, I was not feeling down with it. But. Dang, that was a good movie. It was a really good movie. They, it's, um, this was what I was actually said, like, after watching the movie, is that they do a good job of just breaking down how investigative journalism actually works. Um, and uh, for what it does is, like, I actually really enjoyed it because, like, they could have stopped at any time. They could have stopped a story at any time, but they kept digging deeper mm-hmm. for more information for more facts for more clarification because it went from things. 14 priests it started with 14 priests and then they thought it was only that was 13 priests 13 it started priests. with first 13 priests and then they then... thought it was only like 4 or 5 
Yeah. Then they found out it was the full 13, and then they found out it was 87, and yeah. at the end of the film, not to, I don't want to... Is that really, I don't know, is it spoiler? I guess it's it's a historical film? I'm going to say this is not really technically spoiler territory because it is, it's based on a true story and it It is is. a true story. So so. it ends up, there's like, is it 250 priests that got accused in Boston in 2002? huge number of... I learned a lot from this movie because this happened when I was a sophomore in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. And as they point out in the film, that point in the film, but it takes place in the film, that 9-11 happens while they're working on investigating it, so the story didn't get out. Yeah, it and at one lost. point, yeah, and at one point they had to kind of put the, the story on hold, mm-hmm. which was, that that was kind of a, like a big hiccup as well. Plus there was also, especially at the beginning of the film, there was also threats of cuts and yeah. pulls, especially with spotlights. We forgot about someone like, who's in the movie. Stanley Tucci. Oh my god! He's such okay. That's the thing about Stanley Stanley Tucci. Tucci. He's such a character actor that like he can just it almost doesn't blend into the role. Yeah, hair for one. Yeah, but yeah. Sorry, Stanley. Sorry, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is also this. Yeah. Uh, it's just he does such a good job of like exploring. It's just there are certain threats there. Yeah, because Lee Schreiber comes in. His character Baron is his last name. I can't remember what yeah, his first Baron. name is. He comes in as the new. He's the new editor, editor in chief of the paper, and they are con- you know he's gonna cut people. Stuff's gonna. Stuff's gonna happen. Yeah. And from what we've learned from that perspective, Spotlight takes a long time for them to do mm-hmm. journalism. It's like could be months. Sounds like some of the projects over a year, maybe over but, years, maybe. Yeah. All right. So that's enough about the movie itself. But yes, really, really enjoyed this film. Was not expecting to. It's paced really well. It's very interesting. <laughs> Colin, I have this thing where something happens. And we like to go, ooh, intrigue. <laughs> <laughs> so we paused it a couple yeah. times to do that. Ooh, intrigue. But it really, it keeps you engaged the whole it time. Keeps moving. And it's two hours long, two hours and 18 minutes to be exact. I thought it was two hours, two hours and eight minutes. Sorry, yes, two hours and eight minutes. What was I thinking of? It's I, two have 18. No idea. I don't know. It's two hours and eight minutes. But it, but is, it is a good movie. It keeps you going like you keep finding out more and more stuff it's like, it's like oh i want to know more ooh, how deep ooh. how deep does this go and it went, i have to say something though mm-hmm. one of the people that they're investigating or covered up stuff is named cardinal law yeah and all i can think of is, is like it's a type of law for the catholic ch- like yeah. martial law like yeah that's car- a, cardinal i law. kept thinking it was like oh his, no, last, his, name, name his last name is law, law. Like, that, jude that, law that totally cardinal makes law. sense um, this is funny because you know, Jude Law was in The Young Pope on HBO. <laughs> and it's like, Cardinal was like, uh, yeah. Kind of a different. Kind of a different. Yeah. yeah. These are the kind of tangents you can learn to love and enjoy as you can listen to the podcast. So they listen to this podcast. If you listen to AFI with Jeff and I, you, uh, yeah, there's a lot <laughs> you of tangents. You don't even know the half of it. Music um, changes. Yeah, what are, what are some of the biggest points that you actually like about the film? Storytelling was really good. You'll learn this about me, especially with these films. Story is a big thing for me. I don't care how fancy the effects are. For me, it's it's, it's story and acting. I don't care how pretty it is. I don't care how good the scoring is. I don't care yeah. how 
Egg. Okay, I do care how accurate stuff is. Like, I'm thinking, like, costume-wise and, like, an egg. For me, it's storytelling and the portrayal of the characters. Compared to... Yeah. Sunday morning. I'm so sorry. Character development and storytelling. Those mm-hmm. two, for me, are hand-in-hand. And while this one maybe wasn't so much character-driven because it wasn't... I feel like a it was more... A fictional story. Yeah. These and are people that exist, that, so... That gets kind of iffy, and... Um, I could have used a little more background on maybe Mark... We, maybe The not. glance on people's, like, yeah. backgrounds, which I actually, in this film, appreciate, because I, it, they kept it about the article and, is, and about the investigation. And much as we said, it is a cast film, so the, the fact yeah, that they actually... Film, yes. It's an ensemble film. And the fact that they actually focused on the people yes. as they're doing their various mm-hmm. jobs looking for Michael testimonials. Michael really interesting with like his background his, with the Catholic Church and his stuff like that. Inter- his story is really interesting. I was, waiting, I was waiting for something to happen. It kind of did towards the end. A little bit. But when we find out he was involved in... Because they looked into this stuff in, like, the 70s and 80s, and nothing ever came of it. It mm-hmm. got swept under the rug. The church... Stuff happened, like, five years before they started. To watch. I can't yeah. even... Let, we'll, we'll sit here for, like, an hour and a half just talking about <laughs> what happened in the movie and just go watch it. It's on Netflix, everybody. It is on... It's, it's on currently Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah. I try, it has been for a while. I try... Every time I put up the post, I try to say where this yeah. is at, where you can actually watch it. Currently, it is on Netflix. It is on Netflix. Yeah. It's kind of us going back going back to why we decided to do it in uh, reverse chronological order they're a little easier to get a hold of in the early or, or in the later like more recent ones and then we can work on getting some of the older ones as yeah. we go and we will keep you wings was on netflix for a little bit it's not it i don't think it is anymore yeah and we'll keep and that some of these best pictures up. we actually own ourselves and True. stuff like that but we will always do our best to let you guys know where it is available for you to watch yeah um i and going on your point as far as story i think the story was actually really well done um I think this one for best adapted. It did. I looked. I did look that up. I'm trying to steer away from like. I'm gonna read you the entire IMDb <laughs> yeah. page. No, so it's I make like, column no, this, this, um, yeah, this one for best. Best adapted screenplay and best film. Yeah. I feel like at the Oscars, let's. We're gonna kind of get into the Oscars a little bit now because, like I said, I got real like, why did that? Because I feel like it was this, The Revenant. The Big Short. And those are the only three movies I can remember mm-hmm. that were nominated that year. We're just saying something. And this yeah. was also the year where, as we talked about in the last episode, and Thomas so succinctly, succinctly yes, succinctly yes. put it on the Facebook post that there was much more diversity in the 2016 Oscars. This Absolutely. was the yeah. Oscar So White era, <laughs> or year where it was especially bad or especially obvious i think i want to say last year wasn't it last year that's there was this whole backlash because selma was nominated for best picture i forgot about selma selma was nominated for best picture but did not win and a lot of people said that film to argue and i think i made this point i mean we'll address we'll address that movie as it comes well it's coming up right now yeah so Again, like I, I can't remember everything that was nominated. Will you look it up while I'm talking mm-hmm. about this? So I 
have I, I sometimes get annoyed at studios when they purposefully hold a film until the last possible moment where it will be not able to be nominated. Oh, look, right there on the side of the screen. Go back. You can just click over. Look. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Google. Okay, so here's what was nominated last year. Spotlight, Bridge of Spies, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, The Martian, The Big Short, Room, and Brooklyn. I saw, we saw The Revenant, we saw The Martian, we saw Fury Road, we've now seen Spotlight, I saw Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, again, those are all very, no, because if you look, Selma was not nominated for Selma it. Was Selma not was nominated. That was the was problem. The before, I believe. Mm-mm. Oh, nope, you're right. Colin's right. the year before. Sorry. It was the year before. We'll talk about it that Anyway, sorry, episode, I thought it was so. coming up now. We'll anyway, talk about it that on I have a problem with... Back to my tirade, which I do sometimes. Yeah. I have a problem when studios hold a film until, you know, they have to be released within at least, I think it's 100 theaters by December 31st. Yeah, and this came out... No, no, no. I'm talking about with Selma. And, yeah. Like, Selma flew under the radar in a way because it got released in limited release like you know New York LA Chicago like on like during, December 30th yeah like it came out during Christmas and which... I anyway we we can get into this at a different point yeah. because I really like this movie and we have stuff to talk about with it yeah. but anyway no anyway. We'll, I'll talk about that later we'll, we'll, anyway. we'll drop in more oh I kicked the stand if that yeah, to up, me, this, is like, this movie came out in uh uh, the beginning of the year, no. Jan- no, that January was that was Brazil. Seventh. That was Brazil. Right. Well. Yeah. No, it says initial release January in Brazil. Oh, well, I'm sorry. This actually came out the year before. This was twenty. Some, this is 2015. Yeah, because um, September was, September third. Yeah, because it was the twenty six. We need to talk about this because this is gonna throw us off. Some this is very good. The twenty sixteen Oscars are films from twenty fifteen yeah. that are eligible. Anyway, yeah. I guess like we've stated in the previous episode, we are amateurs at this, and this is just us talking about. Sorry. It's gonna have where it's like, oh yeah, no, wait, no, yep, yeah, no, 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 yes, no, no, so yeah. stuff like that. What are your notes that you took? So I took a bunch of actually notes. Well, first of all, it was like investigative team. It was very important that they focus on the investigative team. Which um, they did. They didn't. Yeah. Um, a lot of the bigger points, like um, uh, the Boston Church, the Boston Catholic Church motioned against um, certain... It's the Boston Diocese. Yeah, the Boston Diocese filed, you know, a bunch of things were filed against the church, and that was ultimately... I found it interesting that it was when they wanted to file the motion to get the documents unsealed, like, you're going to sue the Catholic Church. It's like, I think it was Leif Schreiber kept going, well, we're filing a motion for documents, and everybody goes, so yeah, you're suing the Catholic Church. It's like, no, we're Mm. just trying to get information on stuff. We have no real true religious affiliations as such. I was yes. raised Lutheran. Colin was raised partially I was Catholic, raised partially Catholic. Lutheran. I was. We I was are confirmed Catholic, but 
Yeah. We are not practicing religious people. No. Um, <laughs> some of the other notes, um, just hilarious stuff, like Mark Leffler's 2001 haircut. Oh my gosh, it's so... I mean, we're not trying to make light of what happened in the film, but it is true. Mark Ruffalo has this horrible George Clooney Caesar, like, cut across his and, forehead. Um, oh, it's so It was mad. also funny because it's like, that year, um, when this... When the Oscar, they actually did the auction. The the editor who actually played uh, Mark Ruffalo played actually came with him. To, oh, that's right, that's right, that's he right. He actually came with him to the ceremony, which like I thought that was kind of cool. That but really yeah, cool. he's like he had the same haircut. But, Mark Ruffalo's from Wisconsin. Hashtag yeah. represent. Hashtag, hashtag never forget. <laughs> Because at one point he goes, I'm from... I'm like, no, you're not. You're from Kenosha. <laughs> anyway. Well, this is Portuguese. Can I point out something really quick yeah. that I noticed in the film? Because we're talking about your notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. The not-so-subtle but subtle use of churches in the background of certain shots. Yes. When Rachel McAdams is interviewing that and I wanted survivor. To, yeah, I and, wanted to comment on yeah, that. Yeah, they address it later in the scene, but it's... But it is like They're that very type of much thing. In the background. It's very I much that type of thing where it's very just cool, like subtle thing. It's it's one of those situations where it's like some people and a lot of people they talk about that in the films. Like a lot of people knew, kind of knew about this, but they didn't do anything mm-hmm, about it. Exactly. Or if they did do anything about it, the church buried it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is this is such a good way of showing like be persistent and yes. keep going no matter mm-hmm. what troubles or yes. anything happens. I agree. What else do you have? Um, why are you sitting on the well, dirt? Why are you sitting on the dirt? There, There's a shot where Rachel Xanos is actually uh, interviewing one of the victims. and Survivors. <laughs> survivors. Um, and on one side is like completely like a really nice park. Green grass, everything. A couple nice benches. Benches literally every three feet. And there's this there's couple, couple. There's this couple sitting in this patch of dirt. Uh, yeah, they're sitting <laughs> like, in like this weedy dirt patch. This is usually what happens is like when we watch movies. Like I, I know like really important stuff is going on, mm-hmm. but I'm focusing on shit. That's we did happening pause it, and we weren't talking <laughs> over it. When we're like, why are those people sitting? Why are you sitting in the dirt? Sorry, when don't serious sit here. serious movies like this, sometimes you have um, to bring some levity in. Or you're that's true. Um, yeah, and just other points like uh, the use of the World Wide Web. Um, the internet was a thing, but it wasn't as big as a thing as it is now. Correct. Like there were posters for AOL. Mm-hmm. AOL um, anywhere. Yep. And yeah. Michael Keaton's got that Motorola, that navy blue and silver and flip phone. And, and that's the thing that is, phone. like, when they do stuff like this, when it's based on true stories and they go back, and mm-hmm. the, the fact that they actually make references to and actually have all the technology yeah. that they actually use, I think that's a really important part. Well, yes. If you're going to do a period piece, you cannot like, be an actor. Make it, yeah, make it, make sense. And I purposefully look for those things because yeah. I'm a snot yeah. like that. What else? Uh, spiral staircases. Really nice spiral staircases. <laughs> Again, these are the asinine especially things like, that we noticed. Especially the, that shot in the back where it's like they're talking to one of the survivors and there's the shot of the church. Talking to one of the who? 
One of the survi- survivors. Okay. There, it was kind of like a quick. It was a quick edit, quick shot, and yeah, of course, we, as we talked, there's like there's the church in the background. There's also a spiral staircase going up oh, to the church. So it was like, yeah, oh, I wonder if that's a subtle. I'm wondering if that is actually a motif. There's a lot of the, stairs. There's the, actually a lot like of reference. The journey to the truth, kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. We might be getting a little too deep. On well, that. it like, may just be. A it could just be stairs. But it's like, but it is that is kind of a thing. Um, uh, just notices uncertain things, like how they would keep it hidden, like most of the person, the priests were moved around uh, yeah, every two or three years. Every two or three years, and all the codes for why yeah, they were... sick leave, sick unassigned. Leave. Um, it was really impressive because at one point in the film they're going through these directories that go back to the 80s and even further than that, and they literally had to go, it wasn't, you know, a digital database they went through each one of those books with a ruler yep. and went down until they found someone and made notes and yeah um just the amount of work that must have gone with i mean with basic internet yeah. database and that was that the time. other and that's the other thing i actually made a note as like newspapers is a source of record keeping and mm-hmm. what better source for this type of thing than actually they're pulling stuff from their own sources it makes microfilms me, yeah and, it makes me sad that like newspaper has and news in that way has more or less because everything every gone the way of the dinosaur as they say mm-hmm. because everything is digital that's true and there's so many news sources yeah yeah and back then they well they talk about that in the paper or in the movie they talk about like there's the boston globe that's another big threat and, but there's all these other little ones it's like yeah no one read that yeah like the herald like the boston herald like that's another big yeah threat. those two so then, but then like stanley tucci talks about an article he wrote for the phoenix mark ruffle goes yeah no one read that yeah no no one yeah, reads that because the story either got buried or no because no one read it because no one reads that paper yeah. not that it got buried well some of the older stuff like some of the stuff got buried true but but I'm talking about how yeah even in 2001 print was already starting to die print off print was starting to die off but or that you know the reason that probably that article was in that small paper was because the bigger papers wouldn't mm-hmm. pay attention that was a big thing in that movie about uh, you didn't pay attention. I, I told you, but no one paid. No one listened. No yeah. one paid attention. Nobody pays attention. Pay attention. Now we pay too much attention. Yes. To every every yes. little tiny thing, and still the bigger deal stuff. Not I'm not gonna get on a soapbox. But still the bigger deal stuff yeah. gets ignored. Well, it was like just going on about the stuff. Some of the stuff was either settled out of court or was under the table. Oh, that was so interesting. Yeah. So the, there's like, no court records for any of this. Yeah. It was handled by the church. Ooh, big red flag. Yeah. Ooh, big red flag. <laughs> so that was that was a big that point to me was it like a big thing? Just mm-hmm. like how far, how deep does this go? Well, and then well, let's talk about the ending of the film. Mm-hmm. So it's one because I've you know, generally when things are based on a true story, they'll put those you know the end cards up at the end. So in two thousand two, they uncovered like six hundred more. Yeah, they, they did 600 more stories on this. On the scandal. Like, 250 priests in Boston were publicly accused. Yeah. Cardinal Law ended up resigning. And then got assigned to some big deal position in Rome by the Pope at that time. Mm-hmm. And then they list off since that since 2002, here's everywhere where there have been... 
cases found in its five it's f- screens. It's five screens. columns of probably 50 cities listed. Yeah. Including, like, if you watch the movie, just, you know, keep an eye out for your state and see where it because it, and then they go, like, all over the world. It's, it's weird. It's insane. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to slurp like oh, that. Jesus. Sorry. Is that the new counter now? <laughs> I have not yawned, everybody, because we're doing this at not even 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Well, I have... No, I know. I'm saying that that's why um, I'm more awake and more alert. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Mm, was what's it? that? Oh, the fact that it's a psychological phenomenon mm-hmm. and that th- there's a psychiatrist and I don't think we ever see on we screen. We never see on screen. It's all over the phone, but he... He, for 30 years, did research into this, and turns out it's a literal psychiatric phenomenon, and these priests end up, you know, psychosexually stunted at the age of 12 or 13, which would explain why, mm-hmm. why the attraction to children, it's just such an odd, mm-hmm. an odd thing, and I don't want to, I don't want to get deep into this, Cause just because like, it's a very upsetting Especially topic. at the beginning of the film, Mark Ruffalo's character says, like, I believe there's a pattern. And this kind of just kind of opens the floodgates a little bit. Yeah, it does. It's a really interesting and intense... It's intense, but not, like, edge of your seat, like, gripping thriller intense, but it's... But it keeps it going. Ooh, 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 that's a red flag. Ooh, shiny object. Not shiny (laughs) object. shiny object. But it kept my attention the whole time. Mm -hmm. I don't think it dragged anywhere... So I would very much recommend this film. Mm-hmm. So, would you... I guess we'll ask the big question. Do you think this movie deserves Best Picture? If you had asked me... Before, obviously, if you asked me before I watched it, I would have said no. But I, I think yes. I didn't see Room, so I can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's interesting. Why didn't Mad Max win? Um... Because it's an action film. That's why Mad Max didn't win. Exactly. But um, the, the Revenant was the kind fact of an action that that, film in a way. I was actually though. surprised at the fact that that film got, got nominated. nominated at all. Yeah. It's a great... I love Mad Max. And it won, like... Won a it won some war. stuff, but... Yeah. Yeah, no. The fact that it was nominated... It's a great movie. I love Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. It was on theaters and it was amazing. But, no, it's not a best... Picture. Uh, would you get, yeah, winner. you wouldn't consider that. No. So, yeah. I, I think I, it won, and I think it's appropriate that it won because it's, this is, you know, um, the American films yeah. are, you know, are generally, well, sorry. And it not, takes place in America. This is a piece of American, American history. Yes. It's like All the President's Men, but much better. I've seen All the President's Men four times, and I just can't <laughs> get into it. Maybe fifth time will be the charm if we have to watch it again. I can't Maybe. remember if it won best picture. I think it did. I've never seen it, so that will be. You never had to watch it in high school. No, we you never had to watch it. We saw Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. And that, I love that movie. But that film is like a good example of like here's what how politics work and how well, to get a bill passed. Frank Capra's version of how politics. Well, it, works. It, it's a general yeah. idea of like this is how you get a bill passed. True, but no, all the presidents men. It'll be interesting because we're going backwards now if that we do catch that one. And I think we do. Sometime in the 70s. I think we... It's, yeah, I think so. I'll give it a fifth chance. Maybe I'm over-exaggerating. Maybe I've only seen it twice or three times. But still. 
Yes. Much, much more engaging this mm-hmm. film is. I would agree. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But, oh, we got a text message. Shh. Woo! <laughs> Colin's computer dinged. Yeah, sorry, sense. everybody. Um, yeah, I I would totally agree. I think this film does a good job of actually putting a spotlight yeah, on no investigating. No they also say the name of the movie like 30,000 <laughs> Spotlight. Spotlight. It's, I mean, it's you about the spotlight you think this movie's made about spotlight? <laughs> <laughs> this movie's called Spotlight. I don't know, guys. It was a really good movie, though. No, I, I would Still totally kind agree. of a downer, just most of the subject matter. We're two for two with downers. Yeah, but I was like, for this, I felt like I was a little bit happy because for these... For these survivors and things, it's a story that's being told. It's important that it's and it's, it's important and yeah. you know, like I always wanted to do. I a little bit of part of me wanted to do investigative journalism, mm-hmm. and this is the type of stuff that always kind of makes me happy. It's like the truth is getting out there, and yeah. the truth is being told. That's important. Okay, so yeah, Spotlight, great movie, definitely, great movie. definitely, and it's it'll be interesting now that we're doing this backwards to. Is this movie going to Was this movie remembered? Is it going to be remembered? And I think yes, because mm-hmm. it's it's part of what happened in our country at a time period. And so, it's interesting. So, out of these two movies that we watched, which do you think is the better? I don't want to do that. No. No, because they're two different movies. They're fair not enough. Movie, not both movies about investigative journalism. That's fair enough. Like, if you're going to compare, you know. All the presidents, like we were talking about, compare all the presidents' men to Fair this. Enough. This is a better movie. Fair I don't know if it's because it's more relevant to the time in which I'm living. If it's just a generally better made film, we can talk about that when we get to all the presidents' men, which I believe is a winner. Yes, I think I'm. A, I'm pretty sure. Will you look it up? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Nope. So it didn't win. We just looked it up. It lost to Rocky, which I think is okay. <laughs> That's a good it's film, a right? So, okay, since we're not going to end up talking about it, yeah, Spotlight is more interesting, but that may be a bias that I have because I am... So... No, I was not alive in the 70s. That is true. So our next film... So our next film in the list... Is Birdman. Yeah. Which, again, stars Michael Keaton. Yes, Michael Keaton. <laughs> he was on a roll that He year. was, yeah. And then... Did the founder get nom... No, that wasn't out in time, I don't No, think. the founder did not... Oh, uh, it's going to be an interesting round of films because we have seen Most for 2015 yeah, all of them but three. Them. We haven't seen yeah. three of them. We own almost all of them, yeah. too. So. It was a good year for movies, we'll and we'll get into that next year. Definitely. Or next year. Yeah. Next year, next episode. So we hope that this one maybe went a little better. I still feel like we're a little choppy and hiccup. We're still a little bit rough. We'll get, we'll still get a little there. Bit rough. Hang in there with us. But, um, yeah. Well, we will, we'll get there. We'll get there. Alright. Alright. We don't have a sign-off yet. No, not we'll yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um. And we'll see you at the movies. Now that's some streets, film. Streets ahead. Streets ahead. No. So, So next right. week, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you back here for Birdman. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, everybody. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Okay. Let's. 
This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>